Hello and welcome to another mini-sode of Fake Ritual, a fool's guide to pop culture and the occult. I am your host, Lucas Sloppy, and please welcome to the show. I have to my right here, I have returning guest, Albert C. Hall. Hello, Albert. Hello, Lucas. Got that out of the way. And I have to my left, he is a writer and a returning guest. It's Caleb Pass. What's up? Hi. Oh. Hey, what's up, man? Sultry tones. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, uh, let's just get into it. Uh, I personally, myself, me, Lucas, we were talking about this before the show. I struggle to watch any movie that doesn't have something to do with the occult, with mythology, with, uh, supernatural occurrences, uh, which is not really a bad problem to have, but, uh... I now have roped you guys into this because you are coming to me with uh, a couple what I'm referring to as fake movies. Uh, let's really push that branding. Uh, nice. But before we get to your flicks, I just wanted to ask you guys, uh, do you guys watch a lot of, you know, what would be called fake movies, you know, concerning the supernatural concerning the I th- occult? I think just kind of by design of like you, of you know, uh, because of our interests, we are led to watch these things that are the things that we think are cool or are, you know, make a th- make media fun. Yeah. Are, is that that bent? Um, so I know I don't, you know, specifically watch those things, but I am led to and it does intrigue me and it does cause me to seek things out. Yeah. More. Yeah. I would say in the same vein, it, it, whether it's by. Just its overall lore and the way it was written that's interesting, or if it's visually just mm-hmm. gives yeah. that occult kind of feel. It's, al- it's always exciting. We also are just horror fans. Yeah, and right. It's, yeah. It's, it's There's a big crossover. The genre and, you know, yeah, horror. I'm always kind of begrudgingly admitting that the horror genre is the one most rife with yeah. occult ideas. Although, Scary, I, yeah. you know, I had a SpongeBob SquarePants episode, so I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, let's get to this, as I've dubbed it, a fake double feature. Maybe a hey. recurring segment. I don't know. But uh, so I had each of you pick a movie. Uh, I've never seen either of these movies. And what I'm going to do is I'll read the synopsis and then I'll throw to each of you. And then at the end of, you know, five or so minutes, five, ten minutes talking about it, we will give it a fun little rating. Uh, so we are going to start with Caleb and the movie Rituals Mm. from 1977, directed by Peter Carter. Tagline here, if you go down in the woods today, you're in for a big surprise. (laughs) Definitely sounds like double entendre, like somebody hasn't shaved. (laughs) I wanted a small one. (laughs) Five doctors go camping in the remote woods of northern Ontario. When their boots are stolen, they begin to suspect they are being stalked. And the Letterboxd app has it in the genres of thriller, adventure, and horror. So, Caleb, take it away. Thank you. Yeah, Rituals is a fun one. This is one of the first ones I collected out of my uh, 
ever-growing VHS collection. This is back in like college. I remember picking this one up. Had no idea what it was. It was a blind buy. Um, but one of the one of my favorite ones I love to revisit. Uh, and as you explained, it's basically about uh, these five doctors, surgeons, who um, the main guy uh, Harry uh, sort of takes them into this sort of uh, weekend trip into the wilderness to kind of go camping. They're all older now, but they're like thirty-seven to thirty-eight. They look like they're 50 mm -hmm. in the movie. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> my guy even says, I'm 38 this year. He looks like, okay. like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you said, they go into the woods and they, uh, they're, they're, they, in the movie, they have a couple of conversations, you know, here and there's some personal stuff that touches on maybe some tension or some personal issues that each of them are going through. But, uh, but the gist is they do arrive in the woods on a kind of wonky plane ride there. I think the pilot is drunk. It's like a pond skipper. <laughs> what yeah. pilot is it? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, classic. He shows them a scar mid-flight. He's like, look at this! And the plane's like, <laughs> going all over the place. <laughs> like, okay. But they get there. Um, there's already a bit of an argument. Uh, some people forgot to bring supplies of certain kinds, and people are getting stressed already. But, um, but the first night they're there, they kind of get over all of that. One of them has a blow-up doll. That he's inflating oh, yeah. next to the fire. It's just there. It never comes up for the rest of the movie. Uh, also, no one... uh, on the blow-up doll note, soft spoiler alert. Pun intended. For the rest of the episodes. <laughs> Squishy little well spoiler done. alert. Um, but even the first night, um, they tell some stories. They you know try to scare each other. One of the guys comes out doing some weird, like, oh. Yeah, it's like a, the... Friday the Thirteenth, like come with the spear, yeah, like, like, like scare, <laughs> scaring the the scared people, basically. Uh, yeah. And so, but then they eventually find a like uh, deer's head just hanging like mm -hmm. right near the campsite, okay. and it's looking at which in uh, trivia, it's a real deer's head. Okay, it looked it like it. Yeah, it's the seventies. Yeah, what did this came out seventy seven? Yeah, so yeah, that checks. Something seventy six came out a year later, or whatever. Hal Holbrook looks at the the flesh of the deer and he goes, "This is fresh." Yeah, what would we like, know? Yeah, it is. Yes. Like, How Holbrook? What would? What else would we know him from? He's in the Fog. Okay. Creep Show. Fucking yeah. Magnum okay. Force. The Dirty Harry. Mm. Uh, All the President's Men. The Firm. I don't know. He's he's around. He's yeah. A, he's a hey, it's that guy for sure. One of those guys too. It's uh, Vincent Price kind of type where he had excellent chops to be like a classic actor, yeah. like some yeah. Mark Twain oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but would still do. You know, fun little uh, spooky things every now and again. Mm -hmm. Love, love. Which is great. God, awesome. Um, but yeah, so the, that first night things go well, but the next morning they wake up and realize all of their boots, as you mentioned, are mm. stolen. Yeah, they're like swimming in the in the river. My Merrill's. Yeah, right. <laughs> Merrill, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, it's, it's Canada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My Columbia's. <laughs> um, and so they kind of, you know, what's going on? Who would steal boots? What's all this about? And the whole movie begins to progress. Elves. Uh, elves, yeah. Elves like shit. Elves could have been. Creepers. It's those uh, elves in the uh, Ontario woods. Yeah, yeah. Right. classic. Well, no. Sorry, sorry. No, you're right. This is the joy of me having not seen the movie. I'll just inject <laughs> any lore I want. Could have been elves. Yeah, it could have been elves. It wasn't. I don't know yet. No. Um, but they, but uh, the movie begins to progress as most of these do. Those sort of like we're in the woods and we're being stalked, you know, perhaps. Well, and the, the one guy goes off like the, the that head of the group guy. Mm -hmm. He's pissed because nobody brought a second pair of shoes or anything. It was someone's job. Yeah, we he gave everybody <laughs> he gave everybody a list, and he was like, "I gave you the shit Ooh, that you need I've to bring." There. Yeah, like, there. we brought these. He's like, "Fucking ugh. Yeah. So he goes off to try to get help, mm. and that's how we lose the first yep. person. Cool, Good cool, call. Cool, cool, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. yeah, I actually forgot for a minute why they got split up that, yeah. after that, but that's what happens. 
Um, and so from there, like, it's they kind of get broken up, as Albert mentioned. Um, booby traps start to go off nearby where as they begin to hike more and more. Uh, there's, like, a bee's nest that falls at one point. A gigantic bee's nest. Huge. Um, and I think... It's there. It's real. It looks real. It looks mm. like a real bee. They used a real deer's head. Like, yeah, there are bees, and yeah. they're you know it's nineteen seventy six. They're not CG. Yeah, there are right. bees yeah. on the set. Someone, uh, we know a bee. Maybe guy. some compositing. No, I later, guess how do you later, compos- and okay. the, they they jump down the hill into yeah. the river, and you can. It's like the birds kind it's of a little more obvious like, there. But no, in the beginning, not at all. Yeah, and then that scene as they're sort of getting away from the bees, uh, one of them turns and looks up towards a cliff. And there's like a silhouette yeah. up there throwing one of their friends off a cliff. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. And uh, they don't know who it is. Hello? The friend, one of them dies. Cause yeah. I, there's five of them. I forget two of the names. Um, and so that occurs. I, I thought it was uh, an interesting thing at Hal Holbrook. Whenever he that person dies, he's like, they're like trying to resuscitate him. And Hal Holbrook's just like, he's dead. And they're surgeons, they know. Right, they're all doctors, yeah. He's dead, and he's, like, pretty callous about it. Yeah. And that, just, like, as the movie progresses... That plays a lot, too, a lot of sort of arguing over that sort of thing. Um, But from there, the the group ends up with just pretty much being, like, three different guys. It gets pared Mm. down and pared down. Uh, It's it's Harry, Martin, and uh, Mitzi. Yeah. Um, Martin later on, like his, there's a bear trap in a, in like a stream they're trying to cross that he steps right into it. That's another booby trap. Under, underwater bear trap was oh. I thought was a sick movie. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, he gets dealt with that. So a lot of the movie after that is Harry and and uh, Mitzi trying to carry Martin. He's kind of dead weight now Shit. on a stretcher. On a stretcher. That they made. Yeah. It's awful. That's just actual like. Going backpacking nightmare. I mean, right, that's something you actually I was, worry I was, about. I was saying off mic, like these actors, like it's crazy. Mm. Like we didn't say this movie didn't get distributed. Like it wasn't released. Like Mm-mm. it, it, it was. It, if it was, it was limited, right. and then like it was on TV later. But like these guys went through hell. Yeah. Like you can see it. It's not fake. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. If you're watching the movie, you really feel oh, it is fake. Well. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, but so at some point they're just trying to look for any kind of civilization. They find like a dam. They're, they're on their way to the dam where the, the, the leader was on his way to, right. to get help. They finally get to the dam and it's this like decommissioned, just dilapidated, like yeah, empty, like, like broken through. Like, oh, okay. Uh, the water's running through. Yes. Yeah, it's just like a piece of junk. But yeah. they find one of their other friends uh, tied up, who's barely alive. Okay, there Jeez. and hung next to him is like an X-ray of yeah. like a medical thing oh. and like some medals from the army. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the movie too, it gets peppered out throughout the movie. Uh, there's some references that they were all like serving the Vietnam War. Uh, they begin yeah. to wonder if someone's like stalking them for this. What's going on? They find the the one medal, and it's like, oh, this guy's a World War II veteran. And this That's is right, 19- I'm sorry. But yeah. this is in 1976 or so, so it's like not like, this wouldn't be like an old Right, yeah, man, some old man. So they've like, like been um, yeah. trapping yeah. veterans, yep. I guess. Right. Um, <laughs> Maybe oh, some subtext on Like at, at one point, they wake, <laughs> they wake up, and one of their dead friend's head is just on a fucking pike yeah. next to where they like made camp. And yeah, like damn, the one, okay. The, the one guy got drunk and fell asleep, so they don't know who did it, and they're just like... Yeah. Uh, and then you get to see how Holbrook take the head on a pike and just yeet it off the fucking mm-hmm. cliff. It's such like a, a great, discus great off the shot. Cliff. Yeah. yeah, it's actually the guy who they who got with the bear trap. They're carrying. Oh, yeah. They're they had take turns watching that night. The one guy's an alcoholic. He mm-hmm. gets drunk, falls asleep, and the next morning his head's on a pike, waiting for them. 
It's like, was every 70s movie about Vietnam? Because it just sounds like <laughs> right. commentary. I'm like, right. man, our veterans, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they so it's just kind of down to two at that point. And as they, they those two get split up for a little bit, um, Harry's by himself, Hallowbrook's character, and he eventually finds this little camp um, like in cabin. the woods, like a little yeah. shitty cabin. Yeah. Goes in and discovers there's one person there who's blind. Old blind man. Old blind man. Okay. And uh, he's not a threat. He's not sure what's going it's on. Like defending the cabin. He knows somebody's there. Mm. Exactly. Like swinging a thing around. Yeah. Something like that. And um, kind of clues him in on his brother, who is the, the World War II veteran, who is more than likely the guy who going around oh, gotcha. okay. doing this. Um, he's how Hobbit's attacked. His character's attacked yeah. at some point. Yeah. Uh, gets an artery cut in his leg. Yeah. yeah. And so tries to do a tourniquet and mm-hmm. to fix it. Takes it takes a shotgun shell to to cauterize the wound. Oh yeah, like lights oh, the yeah. gunpowder. But that. at the same time, Mitzi's tied up outside of the cabin, and the the this is a ritual at this the, point. The, okay. The, okay, the veteran is lighting a fire underneath him as he's tied up, and he's screaming for Hal Holbrook. Forgive me for not remembering his character's name. That's right, Mitzi. But he's, yeah, but Mitzi's yelling for for Hal and. Uh, He's trying to cauterize his wound so he can survive, you know, like it's his arteries cut. Like he's yeah, gonna, he's bleeding out. So he's lighting uh, the the gunpowder on, like an old West movie, lighting the gunpowder on the wound. And by the time he cauterizes the wound, he looks out and Mitzi's fully engulfed he's in fried. flames. Yeah. So what is the ritual? Do they ever address this? So the creepers or whatever? I, my take on it... Yeah, because let it be known, if it wasn't obvious, yeah, Albert and Caleb have seen both of the movies. Yes. Ka- Ka- I heard Caleb's pick of the movie. I watched it yeah. days ago, and so it's very fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the the in it, I, I thought that the <laughs> the the title was slightly misleading in that it's called Rituals, but you can really dig down on it and and say that like the the deer's head, the traps, the head on the mm. pike. The mm-hmm. the burning of the court. these are very ritualistic things. Yeah, maybe and, very long ritual. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The there's there's con. steps to this. Yeah, um, yeah. But it 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 made me laugh about this movie because it was like the coincidence that these mm-hmm. surgeons oh, yeah. went out to where this disfigured yeah. veteran Let's lived. Let's go here. And they got Guys, you high. know that ritual that never happens they got because high. no one yeah. comes here? Now I get to do it. They got That's high and drunk around a campfire and were like, man, we really botched those surgeries. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy's like, they did what? We're yeah. deserving of <laughs> death. Goes, he goes back into his files, gets his, his x-rays out, and he's like, let's go, oh, baby. I've been Yeah. But uh, I, uh, not to talk too much, but yeah. the... At the beginning of the movie, I had a lot of hope, and it, I feel like it was kind of misleading that where they're at is this crater, this giant crater in Canada that the that the Native Americans uh, put a lot of like uh, lore and yes. in their you know stories about it, and how the the moon came down and touched the earth and created this crater. That's right. And I the whole time was like. Oh, it's like going to be like a Native American thing. Like the Indians are getting it. Does come them, off know, that way, come, and it's then it's just like no, just mm. like some angry veteran is yeah, mad, just deformed yeah, uh, veteran yeah, kind of thing, seeking but, revenge. Uh, but thank God, Mitzi dies because he doesn't stop yelling. He is so okay. he's hanging there, under, understandably so. But that's all that you hear for like a good twelve minutes in the movie is uh, Harry trying to rescue himself and load his gun, and you hear Harry going, 
What are you doing right there? You gotta come out. <laughs> Help me. Help me. So in, in a way, I was hoping that he was actually the killer and he walked out and just shoot him in the head while he's hanging there. But that's not what happened. Yeah. Well, now is the time to rate the recommendation because I assume it's a recommendation. Why? I would recommend it. Okay. How many... Okay, we'll say out of 10... X-rays. How many mitsies? How many mitsies? <laughs> stolen boots. How many stolen oh. boots out of ten would you give? Out of ten, I, I would give this like six and a half. Yeah, okay. so I would, yeah. my gut was six. Yeah. Not, that, not not giving up, not showing off. Um, I, I think for what, it, real quick too, I wanted to just, I mean, I, I like the idea that it's kind of like a slasher movie, but it's not a slasher movie. It kind of blends a lot of different yeah. themes together, which I like. I think it's kind of ahead of its time, quote unquote. Okay, yeah, it seems sure. like a lot. In that of... sense, it's a feat of filmmaking. Yeah, for sure, they are in the wilderness. Right. Yeah. There's a jarring point halfway through the movie where they leave the woods, and then they're just in this like uh, forest fire, like burned out zone. So then it's just like pum- punishing sunlight. And, yeah. No you know, shade. Yeah. Just like just no sh- no boots. Yeah, it's so. just like it's a very visually engaging. Mm-hmm. Word and yeah, so figures at home, check this out. Where did you watch it? Uh, on YouTube, you can look it up. Hell yeah, full length movie. Oh, and uh, viewer caution there is an edited version. Okay, make sure you're seeking out the un- uncut version. Yeah, it's the uncut's going to be longer, yeah. obviously. The I'm edited version is the uh, Embassy Home Entertainment one. So mm-hmm. just don't, don't watch that one. Look out. All right, Albert, you're up next. Uh, you are talking about 1985's. Static, directed by Mark Romanek. Tagline here, the hereafter, with no commercial interruption. Ernie Blick has just lost his job at a crucifix factory. Uh, Luckily for Ernie, this allows him more time to devote to his invention. Yes, Ernie is an inventor, and he's come up with something big. So big, in fact. Ernie's convinced it will change the way people look at life and death. With the support of his drummer friend Julia and his ex-Green Beret evangelist cousin, Ernie unveils it to the world, but even he isn't prepared for the public's reaction. Comedy drama, Letterboxd has it under. So, Albert, Just real tell quick. us about Static. Just real quick. Did it say she was a drummer? Drummer. She's... Incorrect. She's a, a keyboard player. Yeah, that is the, <laughs> the beauty of Letterbox. Yeah. I don't know who writes the taglines. A, I was like, Air Jump, you like, yeah. drummer? Or who writes the, the, yeah. the, the opening scene of the movie uh, comes in with uh, a, a musical performance at, like, a concert, and she is on stage with this, like, I, I, I'm going to feel bad if it's an actual band, like, if it's, like, the, the, or... or I, it's so dark, Echo too. and the Bunny Man or something, you know? Like, but <laughs> it's, like, a kind of a new wave... Uh, mm band and she like loses it and like starts playing wrong and then just like walks off stage and then cuts to her driving to the desert to meet Ernie Blick. Yeah. Uh, played by, like Lucas said, Keith Gordon. Uh, you remember Keith Gordon from Jaws 2, Dressed mm-hmm. to Kill, and he's Rodney Dangerfield's son in Back to School. Uh, and oh, he is? Yeah. That's <laughs> what I do. Mean, That's hilarious. Uh, but... <laughs> He's great, but he he didn't act much, and then went on to direct a lot of oh, tele- he's also of television. Christine, he's the nerdy oh, yeah, dude in yeah, Christine. Yeah. yeah, that gets that turns cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, he said uh, Amanda Plummer, the the drummer, 
Uh, <laughs> she, uh, the the most notable thing I saw that she's in the opening scene of Pulp Fiction. She's Honey Bunny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good cool. screamer. Cool. <laughs> last one of you. Uh, she's Canadian. She's not British. <laughs> also, it's Christopher Plummer's daughter, which I had no idea. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, okay. R.I.P. Um, and also, Bob Gunton is in this movie, who is the warden in Shawshank. Mm, that amazed and, me. The moment I saw him, yeah, like looking great. Yeah, playing as like an evangelist. Uh, he's also in Ace Ventura when nature calls. Uh, oh, yeah, but I want to say Bumblebee Tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. Uh, also, just more about the people involved in this movie. Uh, Mark Romanek and Keith Gordon wrote it. But Mark Romanek directed this, has like disowned, dis- it. disowned it. Yeah. Which is weird because it's all a lot of juvenile. Yeah, but it's fun. It, it is kind of like a like a uh art school movie. Yeah. But it's it's good. It's I'd good. be proud of this if I were if I was Ab- a director. Absolutely. Mm. We'll get there. Yeah. Um you would know Mark Romanek more importantly. Well, I would say uh, feature films, he did one hour photo yeah. with Robin Williams. That's like crazy that this is 1986. In 1985, and then in 2001, or yeah. whenever that was. I'll was, do this now. Yeah, okay. But in between there, he had, <laughs> he did music videos for, just real quick, uh, he did the Closer yep. Nine Inch Nails video, De- Devil's Haircut by uh, Beck, Hurt with Johnny Cash, uh, El Scorcho, Weezer, Criminal uh, for Fiona Apple, just like, and then... David Bowie, Iggy Pop, Madonna, Lenny Kravitz, Sonic Youth, R.E.M., Macy Gray, No Doubt, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Coldplay, Taylor Swift, and the Red Hot Out Chili Peppers. What a fucking <laughs> oeuvre. Seriously, fucking resume. <laughs> My God. But before all that, he made Static. Static. Which uh, I had no idea about, but on a friend of ours, uh, Stu, at Teen Sports News on Instagram, um... In, in between unhinged rants, uh, will occasionally just give really good recommendations for media. Oh, books, the best kind of recommendations. Books, books and movies. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I know what to look for in his <laughs> recommendations, and I, I sought it out, and I, I, I found it on uh, YouTube, which is the only place that I could think uh, or could find to... To see it, which was a laser disc rip, <laughs> I love which that. I thought was Hell just yeah. like a very like apropos uh, way to watch it. And it looks great; it's a good transfer. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so uh, Amanda Plummer's character drives back to Arizona in the beginning uh, after the musical performance. You see uh, uh, Keith Gordon or Ernie Blick in the um, crucifix factory. And it's just like super bare bones. It just like, so it's it, such a bad joke. Hey, yeah, why don't you uh, have fun down there at your job at the old crucifix factory? Look at Christian Bible thumper. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny too, as because I've never seen this movie and yeah. I, I wasn't aware of it, and I watched it, yeah. you know, before the the podcast, obviously. And there's a very like far away shot that keeps zooming in, and I was like, where? What is this? Where yeah, is it's it? It's like a white walled factory mm. with just like a very slow conveyor belt <laughs> with these like seemingly molded white plastic they look melted melted yeah uh, uh crucifixes crucify and um <laughs> uh and so, most of them are fine and but some of them are like bizarre um and like the one that he he 
one comes across and he steals it and it's like Jesus is like in the fetal position in the middle of the cross, which is just really bizarre. And like, uh, he, he puts it in his bag and then somebody immediately sees him and he gets fired. And that's like, like the synopsis says, like, that's where he starts, uh, focusing on his, uh, invention, invention. Thank you. (laughs) God, cut that out. Um, (laughs) uh, but I helped. <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> uh, and you realize, or you come to find out that this invention is—he says—shows you an image of heaven, actual heaven. Oh, okay. It, it, it's That's like a, cool. it's like a receiver, like a live feed, like a receiver. Yeah, like a mm. live feed. And uh, he's super excited about it. And it's mentioned that his parents died uh, a year or two ago before this in a car accident. Seems like a motivation for this. And um, he gets everybody together on Christmas and comes over to his apartment where he has this vault where his invention is. And uh, he gets everybody in the room and he turns it on and all they see is TV static. And he's like, it's right Uh, there. You don't see it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he can see it, but you don't see it. And we as viewers don't see it. Mm. Um, We see the static, but he leaves and everyone's like, my boy ain't right, you know. Mm, yeah, yeah. Would um, you believe him? Yeah, yeah. right. And uh, as the audience, so he he uh, is like, no, I'm taking this to the top, and goes and hijacks a bus to the CEO of Crucifixes. <laughs> I forget where he's he wants to take it, but he <laughs> the White House all the way up to Billy Graham. He Whoa. he Sorry. he hijacks a bus of elderly people. <laughs> In the, oh, in, yeah, in as the, you do. In the desert, and they're, like, not really phased that he has a gun, and they, like, are instantly on his side, and they're, like, talking to the bus driver, and... Uh, and they're so nice. They're so nice. It's a really, like, fun third act. And okay. He's like, yeah. and, but then the cops are there, and they're, like, have him stopped, and, you know, he's, like, taking these people hostage. He talks to the, the press, he talks to the media, and he's like, this is what I'm doing, I'm gonna go, you know, to the top. And, uh... Then oh, Pat he, Robertson. He, he was like, okay. Way up there. He tells the he tells the bus driver, he's like, let's go. This is also you know soft uh, blow up doll spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he says <laughs> he he says let's go. Like just drive the bus. We're we're going. And he's like, look, the police aren't going to like that. And he goes, just go. And he starts to drive away. And the cops shoot the bus, and it explodes, <gasps> and they all die. Yes, <laughs> dude, I couldn't believe this. When I watched and it. That's the end of the movie. The old explosive bus trick really wild i was legit like i turned to like wash my hands on something whatever i would heard an explosion i was like and the whole fucking bus blew up yeah. and i was like all the old ladies and, and, to, <laughs> and to the viewer you should still watch this movie yeah it's visually i want to see how we get there i got exactly. it's super sad yeah and it's like it, it it catches you off guard and it's not like a f- like it's not more fun to watch the movie not knowing how this abrupt, crazy ending. Right. Like, I, if I can say. But uh, it's still just as rewarding to watch it knowing that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that concept. Yeah. I feel like I haven't seen that. You'd think, yeah, somebody would have picked up on that and then, like, you know, done it to the nth degree. I guess yeah. there's always the, oh, I can see it, but you can't. Kind of like, the, uh, sure. In, in the really uh, striking visuals of the movie, above his couch on his... Uh, in his apartment, there's all of the like. No, uh, oh, there's a fucking word. Defect. For it. See the de- yeah, the de- yeah, because yeah. they're all bent and crooked. Okay. And, yeah, 
So you see in his apartment above... Defected Crusoe ab- Above his couch, yeah, all these, these defective... Uh, defective uh, <laughs> yeah. But they're crazy, Crusoe like facts. like the melting in like the, cool. the, the ones... I want one of like, those. The, I want yeah. the weird, yeah. like, twisted, they're, crooked, knotted yeah, ones. We yeah. can mount some crucifixes. But there's oh, just like yeah. obviously a lot of subtext to dive yeah, into in sure. this movie. So and, it sounds like it was... Obviously made by someone who shoots music videos like uh, that. It was <laughs> honestly like that, it, it, thinking about that, like with through that lens of what that. he would do. Uh, yeah, the, the visuals of visuals. it make a yeah. lot of sense. I forget the name of the. It's that one like early pop song with her driving in that landscape shot. She's going through the desert. They use the entire track. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I almost laughed. I was yeah. like, I was like, we get it. Her driving, driving yeah, gets the map out, but she's in a convertible, and the map flies yeah. away. And she's like, I'll figure oh, it out. Eighties yeah. But there, I, it's funny. After I read, looked them up, I was like, oh, he did music videos. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. why we saw those long shots. Well, let's let's give it a rating. Uh, how many melted crucifixes? I would say how many blown up buses? I'm gonna give it seven and a half melted crucifixes. I, I thought okay. I, I I recommend it. I think it was. I was so happy to. Be recommended it, you know, via yeah. You know, this was a pleasant surprise media. when I watched it. Like I, cool. I was really, like, I, I love the Midwest, the Midwestern vibe. So it's just, it's, it's like, the desert, kind of one yeah. of those in between genres. <laughs> right. It's like it is like a dramedy, um, like kind of just has some when levity, you, but also right when you saying ask, something. When you asked me if there was a movie that I wanted to talk about, I was like thinking really hard about mm-hmm. movies that I like and that fake I, I movies. Seen. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I just I'm making this. the branding stick. people. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> dude's trying to, uh, live stream heaven and works yeah. in a crucifix. That's factory. what I'm, ta- I'm like, that's what I love. Fake too. rituals. We're going to yeah, get. Like, Cause I does perfect. Like yeah. I said earlier, horror is the worst thing people do is, Say like, oh, you do a horror podcast, right? And I'm always like, like don't do a horror yeah, podcast. Yeah, the Jason I podcast, right? In a cult podcast. <laughs> oh, like. also, just looking at my notes, something I, I didn't want to uh, neglect is that this is absolutely on my list of Christmas movies now. Oh. Hell yeah. Love, that. Ah, Love yeah. a Christmas, non-Christmas, Christmas movie. I just like Christmas in the desert. That is just like yeah. very, yeah. it's, yeah, tenuous. Well, thank you guys for being on the show again. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, make sure you go check them out. Uh, I recently found out if you just type in Caleb Pass or Albert C. Albert C. Hall into Spotify, and I'm sure other podcasting apps, their episodes come up, especially if you add Fake Ritual. But Caleb here, we did a pro wrestling episode. We did a video games from hell episode, a shot on video horror episode, bunch of mini-sodes. Uh, and then Albert, we did a... Nintendo Entertainment System episode, a Jason Voorhees episode, and then a bunch of mini-sodes. Uh, so check those out. But as far as you guys, do you have anything you want to promote or social media to follow you? As always, follow me on Instagram at ghost underscore tropic. You can find out the celebrities who died who I care enough mm. to make memorial <laughs> posts about. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody gets it, so if you get it. You did it. It's you did, for you. You did something right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, yeah. Of course, you can always follow uh, me. Please follow me and my weird friend, Fleshpot Theater, uh, on Instagram. Put up some weird movies uh, as much as we can. Yes. Uh, as often as we can with some reviews, clips, and things like that. Good and like you feature the VHS. Yeah. Got your watching. Uh, yep. So you get some like archival kind yeah. of like, cool little historical stuff. Yeah. Very, good, very good follow. Hell yeah. Thank well, you. you can follow us at. Fake ritual on Instagram. God damn those prepositions. Uh, and tell your friends. I feel like 
I don't post much to the Instagram anymore because it just gets kind of nerve-wracking and annoying. But I figure podcasts don't get popular because of Instagram or social media. They get popular because friends tell friends, I got this podcast. Yeah. You should check it out. And, you know, it's a one-man show here or it's a one-man production, I guess you'd call it, with all the guests. Grow the uh, show. Grow the show. Yes, sir. Be fake and... Push the brand. I don't fucking know. Get your boots stolen. Most of all, yes. Most importantly, remember, fakers. If you make a list when you camp, you will die. You will die. Follow it. Exactly. Very important. You'll make a list for nothing.